Make It So is brought to you by GoDaddy, the world's leading provider of domain names. Use offer code MAKE30 to get 30% off your order of new products, like Microsoft Office 365, or use offer code MAKE129 to get your .com domain name for only £1.29. If you've got a website you should really get your own domain name. Now you can get one for only £1.29. Trust me, I'm a Mac. Anyway, here's a new episode of Make It So, a Star Trek podcast. I hope you enjoy it. It was recorded when I was but a few grains of sand waiting to be made into a processor. You all seem to want to hear episode 10. So this is episode 10. If you'd like to hear all the other episodes of Make It So, visit simplysyndicated.com slash show slash make it so, where you can get all our episodes for just 99p. That's cheaper than a really cheap domain name, which is only £1.29 when you use offer code MAKE129. That's M-A-K-E-129. Now establishing data link. Accessing. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Make It So, the Star Trek podcast. Hello. I'm Richard Smith. I'm Mike Dawson. And with us this week we have a special guest. Uh, Some of you will know him from Movies You Should See. My name's Craig Bevan. Craig Bevan. Yeah. A newbie to this Make It So business. And we're on episode 10 already. I can't believe we're on episode 10 Is it episode 10 It is episode 10. Wow. 10. Bloody hell. 10 shows. Yeah. Well done, guys. Woo. And two on time. And two on time. That's amazing. Well, one on time. (laughs) One. Never mind. Maybe. Don't talk about that anymore. Just don't tell them when we're supposed to be releasing them. So, Craig, why are you here? Well, you were talking earlier on about what you should do on this show. Yes. And I started asking a couple of questions about Star Trek. Yes. I am a semi-fan. You know, I grew up with the old next-gen type thing. I watched the old sort of Kirk stuff. I liked some of the films. I liked a bit of Voyager as well. I didn't like Deep Space Nine at all, but that's probably because I got into it from the very start and then didn't sort of pursue it when it apparently got good. Okay. Um... So, but I don't know names of episodes. I don't know lots of things. I don't know lots of little bits of trivia here, there, and everywhere. So I thought, if I ask you questions on this show, you can enlighten me. We can answer anything you want to know about Star Trek between us, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's why I'm here. Okay, good. So, bit know. of an unusual show, this one. Bit of a bit of a. I like it though. I like it. It's an like interesting. It. We'll test this format. It's what. nice to mix things up yeah. a bit and stuff like that. That's good. Okay. People have been requesting a call-in show. Maybe this could be it. I don't know. No. Hmm. That that's giving false hope. There's never going to be a call-in <laughs> show. There's never going to be. It's never going to. That's the no one would call. Call far too much um, <laughs> information. So far so, away then, Mr. Bevan. Sorry. Well, okay. I'll start with one of the questions I asked you about ten minutes ago. Okay. The Battle Bridge. Mm-hmm. On the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between the main bridge and the battle bridge other than mood lighting? Good question. Good question. What did we say downstairs? Because well, they use it about twice. They use it how many times? Two or three times. Certainly Two or no three more times. Than that. Yeah. The battle bridge is the secondary bridge within the main drive section of the Enterprise. Okay, so it's so not that, on... No, it's not on the saucer section. The main bridge is in the saucer section at the top with the big window. Okay. Okay? So in the event of a saucer separation, they can then go to the battle bridge in the drive section where the warp engines are and And all the photon torpedoes and phasers and stuff. Meanwhile, the disc, saucer... The saucer can fuck off. No, it's got some weapons. 
as it, impulse as it got power. Impulse power. Yes, impulse Whereas power. Whereas the Battle Bridge has got the warp. Yes. And, well... You never hear about the invention of impulse power. No. It's slower than warp speed. Oh, a lot slower. But they didn't slower. have it when warp speed was invented. They didn't go from impulse to warp. They went from fuck all to warp. That's true. So that someone had to invent something that was not quite as good as warp. Okay. So Sorry. do we know exactly what impulse power is? No, not a clue. No. So not we, we know what the impulse engines look like. They're the red bits on the back. Yeah. Right, okay. But they're not... No, I, we apparently so can't answer everything about Star Trek. If they project no. light hard enough that it makes the ship move is what don't you're know. telling me. Could be. <laughs> Could be, maybe. Could be, don't know. Okay. Could That's be. an interesting point, though, yeah. They had to develop something shit yeah. um, to uh, combat. What did Enterprise have, in, in, like Jonathan Archer? Did they have impulse? Surely they had impulse. They had impulse, I believe. Yeah. But they were the first Warp 5 ship. Right, okay. Because, I mean, I, I, I did remember seeing something in some scientific journal whatever paper anything i don't know some something or something you read a lot of scientific papers all the time yeah me and me and me and hawking <laughs> we're close um and it says something about an ion drive i believe nasa are developing an ion yeah. drive so i don't know whether it's maybe some kind of spin-off of that i don't know maybe, maybe, maybe. theoretically i believe warp speed is possible right. on paper mm. there, there is an equation i believe uh, it's okay. based on fact but I don't think it will ever actually happen. Right. One okay. of those things. We'll have lightsabers first. No. Nah. They right. said the, the world was flat, Rich. They did. Columbus I'm, I'm, proved I'm them never wrong. saying never. I wouldn't say never, but not. Don't don't expect it. So the sound sure. barrier could never be breached. They it did. Was breached. Oh, stop quoting. They said no. <laughs> they said warp speed couldn't be achieved. They all laughed at Edison when you know he recorded sound. He did, and he Who's probably recorded it. Did he record he? sound as well? He did a lot of shit. The he light bulb and recorded the sound. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Anyway, next question. Um, all right then. Right, you, <laughs> you go into the holodeck. Yeah, mm. it's this cubular, cubular. <laughs> <laughs> a cube. That's, that's not even a word. <laughs> it's a cubular room. It's a square room. Yeah, it's a square room with lots of other squares. That's what cubular means. Yes. <laughs> um, it's a Hawkingism. Um, <laughs> anyway, you go into this square room, yeah? Mm-hmm. You can clearly see the walls. You yes. can stand and push against the walls and all this. You create a hollow program, and then suddenly, boom, vast expanse of places all over the... You know, this huge meadow, say. And you can go through the walls, apparently. No, you can't No, no, see, if I stood next to the door, yeah? Yeah. And then you projected this meadow, ooh, big meadow, ooh. And you ran, like, at top speed, like, 200 metres away from me. You'd hit a wall. No, because you wouldn't really have travelled that far. But I can see you travelling that far. No, you'd just, like, you'd see it, but it's not really what you'd be seeing. No, it would really. be an illusion, an optical illusion. You see, what they should have done to explain this better is they should have had somebody outside... The holodeck with the door open and have someone do what you say, like running towards the wall, and then from their point of view outside, see the landscape change. Yes, because it would remain the same outside. But that would probably cost too much money. It would cost it too would much cost money, and they just money. generally assume that people aren't that thick. So it's to some degree, you just have to let it go. I think. Yeah, but the, the, not the, no, too much. No, it moves. The floor moves. The the landscape moves. Hmm. You keep going with the landscape. 
It's a wonderful invention. Mm. Right. A bit like Westworld as well, mm. the safety protocols and, and everything you, like that. You would never leave the place, let's face it. No. There'd be... So- You'd be continually yeah. having sex. Yeah. All yeah. the time. All the All time. time. Brainly. There'd be, there'd be a Councillor Troy programme that was passed around the ship. Mm. I'd um, avoid that one. Yeah. Personally. The vice unit in the... Riker would have a programme that went round, but he'd have made it. Yeah. And put it around. Yeah, yeah. blatantly. Uh... Just on the ship's intro. But do you know, like, like I don't know, like mates recording themselves having sex on their mobile phones and then Bluetoothing it around to people and stuff like that. Imagine how much more that would be. You know, it would be like, look, here's here's last Friday. In other words, what would be the me. what would the YouTube <laughs> of the twenty fourth century be like? Yeah, <laughs> that would be that's incredible. It would have to be hologram programs, and you'd mm. be there. You wouldn't tell a story. You know, you'd get like, oh, you'll never guess what happened when I got absolutely shit faced on Friday night. Well, I went out and this really funny thing happened and da 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 What am I telling you for? Here's a programme, go watch yeah, it. And you, exactly. you could, yeah, you could go back and you wouldn't have memory loss because you could go and see what an absolute twat you were making of yourself. Yeah. I That's could have our good. birthday night back. Yeah. <clears throat> I have that tape. You can have that night back. Go. And believe you me, you don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in pain. I'm still in physical pain. My ribs still hurt. Yeah, I, Alison played it and I refused to watch it. Right. I caught bits Was and it? <laughs> it's, it's not something you want to see. Okay, so next question. Um, um, with the holodeck, sorry, I just mm. want to point out that what's never really spoken about because it's slightly awkward with regards to ha- having sex on the holodeck uh, as, clean up yeah as we all know when you turn the pro you know you have sex on the holodeck you you do your business and you turn the program off and everything holographic disappears so the big so <laughs> does the holodeck clean itself do you have to take some tissue in with you? It's all an illusion. You didn't really sperm. No, you did. That's real. Well. You jizzed into a bunch of protons, which was being and levitated then, yeah. by the program until the program reaches its completion, and then it's about to raise. So, so it would be literally splat. end program. <laughs> so does Riker? So does Riker clean up after himself? Yeah. Does a cleanup crew go in there? Is it like the dirty job on the ship that you get if you've been naughty? The clean-up crew goes in as they're heading into... um, You're uh, late for shift. You're on Riker clean-up duty this week. (laughs) Every night you have to... No, early morning. You have to go in and mop up Holodeck 3. (laughs) Is that what happens? That's what Nog used to do in uh, the Holosuites. Or is it what Dave in the brig does? When Dave's you know, weird, when though. everyone is asleep, you don't want to give Dave that kind of job. Dave's a freak. What does Dave do? Who's Dave? Dave's the guy who works in the brig, right? Every time there's a scene in the brig on the Enterprise, yeah, there's someone working at a control panel. Is he called Dave? No, we is don't it, know his is name. Is it the same we, person? No, it's, but, but, it's different. But there's, but there's someone, always some random someone, guy. Yeah, someone has okay. to be on duty <clears> in of the brig, they do, yeah. working on this control panel at all times. But the point is, is that there's really never anyone in the fucking brig. But there's always someone there working on a control panel. So the question is, what are they doing? Not only that, but when there is someone in the brig, 
Surely it's simply a case of watching them. Yeah. What, you know, does the, the force field need constant maintenance? Maybe he's on MySpace. Maybe he's on MySpace. He must be. Yeah. He's, he's on hologram He's checking YouTube. his emails. Yeah. Watching a few videos. What is he doing? And we came up with the thought that maybe he's just a bit weird because he's down there on his own. Well, he never sees anyone. All he sees is prisoners. Yeah, all he sees is prisoners. There's all only shapes one, and sizes. There's one, maybe two people in the brig in a series. Yeah. The rest of the time, he's there on his own. What does he do? He sees no one. He never goes out. He, ha- he doesn't have any friends on board because he never mixes with anyone at work. So he's Creepy Dave down in the brig. Mm. Mm. And no one really knows him. See, really, he's really Odo sad never had inside. anyone monitoring the brig in DS9. No, he never did. Because no. you know, what is he doing? What is he doing? He's writing his memoirs. Yeah. He's the monkey on the typewriter. Eventually, he will produce the works of Shakespeare. Ah, right. Sorry. Next question. So, next question being, who out of everyone in Star Wars? Oh God. Some people just choked. <laughs> <laughs> Who out of everyone... Sacrilegious. In Battlestar Galactica... No. Uh, who out of everyone in... Um, Babylon 5? Babylon 5. Blake 7. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm, on behalf of... Space 1999? On behalf of anyone who's a fan of anything ever, I apologise for that statement. <laughs> so out of everyone in Star Trek... Which woman would get it the most? No, that's difficult. That is difficult. We're talking main characters here or guest stars? I'd say let's let's do main characters. Okay, because guest stars I've got nailed. I know exactly who that is. Oh god. I've, okay. I think I've got a guest star down. Right. But um do, <clears throat> I've never given that much thought. I've never I've certainly never well, divided it's time it to up into it. main characters and guest stars. Well um well. Hmm. I, d- I don't know, maybe To throw it, something I, into the wind here, a main character for me would have to be Dax. There is that, but yeah. then over seven of nine. Yes. Yeah, yeah over really? seven of nine. I think yeah. seven's busted. I'm, I'm gonna have She's to... got a body and a half, but the face is busted. Hmm. Yeah, I concur. Dax is very tall, though. I'd feel quite silly. So what? Get over it. Yeah. You can you can shrink her a little in the holodeck. If but you imagine must. how good she'd be in bed. She's been a man. <laughs> She knows exactly what to See, do. See, that statement alone makes me think twice about <laughs> it. it. But does. she's not. I get that. I understand. She still has all the it's the fact, anatomical... It's the fact she can say it and not be wrong. <clears throat> yeah. You know... But, no, I think that's a positive something thing. something about that. But, because yeah, if you, if you get people who have been a man on this planet, you don't want to go there. No, but that's because then still born a man, whereas this is someone who changes hosts... And is a woman, but has experiences as a, both a man and a woman in previous lifetimes. You see, what about Troy? No. 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 God, Tristan's no. not that fit. <laughs> Neither's Deanna Troy. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know. I... No, I, I don't. I've never, ever... She just... To me, Deanna Troy just seems like um, you're OK auntie. You know what I mean? There was There was one episode where... In season six, she gets some kind of telepathic disease, uh, one of those episodes. Yeah, and she one becomes, of those really bad episodes. And she becomes a horny fucking biatch. Do you remember that one? I do remember that and one. And she goes around and shags half the crew. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, sorry, Carol. Yeah. 
and she gets proper nip on. At yeah, I remember scene. that one. And I remember um, that was this, that was yeah. that was firmly in the wank bank when I was younger. How could I forget um, Tapal <laughs> and Hoshi? Naughty yeah. Hoshi. No, Hoshi you go for when you're a bit too pissed and all of the smarter girls are just a bit too wise to how pissed you are and they're not really up for it anymore. I don't know. She's naughty, though. Wait, when that, that Paul... episode, You know that episode where yeah. they sort of like reversed it and they were the bad people? Yeah. When... <laughs> she was filth. Pure filth. Nothing no. but the filth. Uh, Hoshi, you're a bit pissed. You've already given to Paul, yeah. Uh, you know, I've always liked you as a friend. I, th- uh, I, think, I yeah. think there could be something more between us. <laughs> <laughs> when you've given it your best that and she's just looked at you, done the eyebrow thing and fucked off, then you go for Hoshi. <laughs> and maybe, just maybe that night, she'd be feeling just sad enough. <laughs> <laughs> it would, no, it would be to Paul, blatantly. That night, I'd, she's just I'd, a bit too low. I'd rearrange her hair. A little, because I just can't handle that. You'd have to be, you'd have to take the aggressive man sort of way and you, do something with your hair, love. Yeah. You, you still avoided the answer though, which is um, still. Yeah, you, out of all the main characters. Out of all the main characters. You see, I was always a seven of nine guy, and that was like the downfall because you had to watch Voyager for it. But it made Voyager all right. I never liked Kez. Some people would no. kill their own mothers to be with Kez. No. And I don't I get thought, that. I thought Kez was, was all right. I she's thought okay. Kez was quite she, hot. Was, she was very Take it boyish. Or leave it. Very boyish, as was Tasha Yar. Although she had her moments, but not good ones. To <laughs> uh, <laughs> Paul, again, moments, but too serious. Too serious. Yeah, I know, but I you know, it's just that. That's just why. That's pure... why Dax is great because Dax, yeah, Dax is, Dax is, is a lot. She's on the level. You know. You know. What I'm you, knew, you know. No, Dax would fuck you see, on the first this day. Is, this is this is yeah. why I would go for Hoshi. To be honest with you, because Hoshi's not been a man. She's filth. She's no, on the level. She's the, she's the quiet, lonely girl. She. You know, she, she's, she's so you're saying you like the desperate ones, then, correct? No, I'm not saying I like is the this indicative ones? of your. I think you're selling her. She's short here. Oh, okay. She doesn't come across as desperate. She comes across as very strong. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think anyway. we're dwelling on this we, one. Yeah. Okay, guest stars. So, guest stars. Oh, you've been waiting for that. Go on. Our perfect partner of uh, series, series five. Yeah. Funky Every day. Absolute stunning. Eight days a week. Eight days a week. The fittest woman to ever grace Star Trek. Yes. Fucking fine. And what a fucking episode. What an episode. Actually she is a perfect partner. Yeah, you just you see, you she comes watched. out and she moulds herself on your personality yeah, yeah. to be the perfect person yeah. for you. Brilliant. You should watch Nip Tuck. She was good in that. Okay. And right. stuff. Better than X-Men 3. Mm. Okay. Ashley Judd in the game. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I love that episode, it's brilliant. Mm. When he's crawling through the Jeffrey's tube and Worf comes through and he turns back and then Riker comes through and they get him and it's brilliant. Riker, Data saves them. Did Wesley ever put it in her? No. no he didn't get oh, that Oh, I hang on, no, I think he did. He did. I Wesley think he that's, did. That's, yeah, Wesley oh, dipped her, so that's, that's grounds enough not to... Fair enough, you don't want that. No. No, fair you, enough. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be in that place. Okay, okay. <laughs> Right, okay. If you can- that says you're probably pretty much guaranteed to satisfy it. So, yeah. Okay. If you could be in any episode 
as a character. No, no, if, if you could sort of live it, you know, not, not necessarily just acting within, actually be there, you know, be on that ship at that time. Which episode would you be in? So you take the place of someone on the show as if it's really No, you, you are just there. You say, say you're on the bridge. Am I still me? Yeah, you're still you, but you've... Got, but I get you know, to watch it. No, no, you, you are actually part of the crew, though, for that right. day. okay. No, I'd be a properly... It's all the sexual times now. I'd you're probably, th- the one <laughs> where they go to the planet where everybody shags. That one was... I was thinking of... Um, <laughs> I was, also, I, was, say. I was also thinking when Loaxana Troy um, uh, pollutes everyone's mind with a um, thing that lowers all the women and men's inhibitions on DS9, and yeah. that was a good one. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind. Because, because all the others, you might die. That's yeah. why. Oh, I'd like to be there when the Borg killed half the crew. No, I wouldn't. I might be in that half. <laughs> I want to go there the day they all decided to shag each other. Yeah. Because I could get Troy and you could all go, no, mate, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. Fuck Row instead. If you could be captured oh. by any... Oh, no. Would you prefer to be assimilated by the Borg <clears throat> or captured by the Klingons in the height of the war? Or probably the Klingons. They'd probably just kill you after a while. So there's always a chance of them getting you back if you go to the Borg. That's... It's remote, though. Whereas Klingons take no prisoners. It's remote. It's remote, but it's higher than... Oh, it's it's just a tricky one. Yeah. I don't know. Neither, really. Yeah. It's like, would you like to be stabbed or shot? Shot not, every not time. Really? Every time, yeah. shot. Okay. Every time, That's shot. that one up for me. <laughs> uh, I'll, go, I'll go with shot, please. <laughs> Mike recommended it. <laughs> In the head. I, then I'll In text you. I used that getting shot thing today. <laughs> Got to turn my phone off now, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So I'd probably have to go with the Borg. Borg, okay. yeah, I'll go with Borg. <clears throat> if you could kill... <laughs> this is all going to be hypothetical, you're yeah. in the Star Trek universe questions now, isn't it? Yeah, it is, no, yeah. Okay. No, I'll think of something more intelligent in a minute. If you could kill any character, any main character, in any of the um, denominations, shall we say... Yeah. Who would it be and how would you kill them? No, you see, this is difficult. Because on the one hand, there are so many to pick from in Voyager. <laughs> well, hit. Look at it in this way. Look at it in this way. Not only have you got main characters you could kill, mm. which baddies would you kill in order to aid our allied friends? That's boring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone on the actual main characters. Star. Main characters. Okay. Trek crew. Because I would fight William Shatner. <laughs> I'd fight Bill Shatner. Yeah, well the problem is like say for example you got the option of ever getting rid of somebody from one of our favorite series, say DS9 or Next Gen. Yeah. And therefore improving the show for its seven season run or whatever. Or you have the option of killing those really 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 annoying characters in Enterprise or Voyager. I would fight Dr. Pulaski. <laughs> we would box. All the crew would stand around and watch, like in the last episode of Battlestar, yeah. and I'd just pummel her into the floor. It would be a disgusting show. Everyone would be in silence. Occasionally a woman would gasp or lose consciousness. <laughs> just beat Clutch her. Clutch her blouse and 
faint. Eventually she'd go limp and I'd stop. And I'd everyone would go, just shake their head at me. I'd have to go with Neelix. Just because it would be funny. He needed a fucking he, smack. He needed a smack. <laughs> he needed a really You know good what, Neelix? Hug. Don't be cheerful here. Okay, mm. be cheerful in that room over there. No, you'd want to get him. You. You'd want to get him mid cheer. You'd, you'd want to get him as he's cheering all the crew up. Come up Good slowly morning. behind him. Bang. Yeah, snap his neck or something. He is. A, <laughs> he is a git. Yeah, and you'd do it on the second episode of Voyager. Just enough time for people to realise how. Annoying but then I'd was. be sent down to the brig with Dave because last week I'd have killed Janeway. Uh, but Dave's and on they'd the Enterprise. And be on to me by the second week. Hmm. Mm, Maybe true. I'd be a running storyline all season trying to find out who the serial yeah, killer the is. The serial killer who keeps bopping off every main character in Voyager. All the annoying people are starting to get worried. Harry Kim won't come out. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kill me. What, what are you doing in there? Enough. What are you doing in there, Harry? I'm working on my character. I'm trying to be interesting. <laughs> going to get rid of this stupid haircut. Oh, God, another episode about how I miss my girlfriend. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so do we know what started the war between the human race and the Klingons? Yes, it was a bad first contact thing, I believe. Yeah. Wasn't it? But they had the first contact in Enterprise and it didn't end in a war, so... Yeah. That was it. I think Kirk pissed them off. Because the first contact, first first contact was with the Vulcans, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. humans' first contact with another yeah. intelligent species, yes. Yeah. And then after that, we said, well, no, you see, this is where Enterprise fucks things up. Mm. Because technically now the first encounter was the, with the Klingons was that first episode of Enterprise, and it was Archer who fucked off the Klingons. Yeah. And he did really piss them off. Why? What did he do? I can't remember. It wasn't he interesting He said, look at you enough. and your funny heads. He, he just pissed them off. Right. And... Uh, yeah, uh, and and so that's why we thought Enterprise was going to lead up to the beginning of the Klingon War, mm. and it was shit that it never did. Yeah. So mm. it it was that it was first it was a bad first contact, then it was something in Enterprise, and then we all shook our heads and sighed. Mm. Right. In your opinion, what is the scariest of all the races, or Borg? The, 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 the Borg, briefly, yeah. What about species eight, four, seven? Oh, they're crap. I've never seen any of those episodes. Have you not? No. I, I, I thought they were very, very good episodes. Certainly, I think it's... In fact, this is the only episode name I remember. Um, Scorpion, I think it's called. Yeah, and um, the, the first four or something in mm, Voyager. And the, the first half of that, where there's species <coughs> eight... Two is it 8472? I think so. Or eight four seven three. I don't know. Something like that. Um, they come into it, and I, I was, yeah, I was actually, you know, I was with the Voyager crew. I was like, come on, guys, this is this is a no win situation here. What the fuck are you gonna do? Yeah, someone said something about Janeway on the forum before I deleted it. That was uh, something like she she sounds like a bad Earther kit. <laughs> I think that's a pretty fair assumption. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like one of those. Little buzzers you get, you make on PCBs at school. You always do that bit where you sort of half hold the wire yeah. and you go. Electronic doorbell that's running out of batteries. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Nailed Janeway's vocal box. 
And the effect is she's an android. She's full of PCBs. Swallowed a styrofoam. It wriggled and wriggled round inside her. Do you know what? I, you know, we were talking about like going to conventions and comic book things to try and meet some Star Trek actors mm. and interview them. And I, I was starting to think, what would we do now if we went to one and there was fucking Janeway, and we could sit and talk to Janeway because we'd be nice to her face. Yeah, we would be nice, and then we'd come back and go. It was she was just the shittest captain ever, and all that. We'd have killed her on day one, but we have this lovely interview with her. What if you fell in love with her though? I wouldn't. You might do. I wouldn't. What was that his name? Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew. Mulgrew. It's very old, Craig. Yeah, I know, but you never know, you know. Love, I, I do. Love, love knows no holds barred something. <laughs> love knows no holds barred. Yeah. I like that. I'm sure there's a phrase somewhere. I want that on my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I can safely say my love for Kate Mulgrew on a personal one-to-one romantic <laughs> level is somewhat limited at this stage. I don't see it getting any more significant. Okay, is there anything... In Star Trek, any of the seasons, whatever, any of the films, is there anything that is just clearly scientifically wrong? Many things Many clearly things. scientifically wrong. Any Anything that really track. sort of jumps out at you. I mean, for me, where they fly around the fucking sun and go back in time. Anything related to any of the time travel is, is completely is silly. Yeah. Not all of it, but yeah, most of most it is, me and Hawking is very silly. have been chatting about this. Mm. Yeah. He says, no, um, you cannot fly around the sun... So. I mean, arguably, just at the moment, the fact they're flying through space at warp speed. Technically, there's a scientific inaccuracy in every single episode. Every time they fire a photon torpedo and it makes a noise, is a scientific yes. inaccuracy. Mm. inaccuracy. Mm. Um, no, it's which the, sound um, of the impact? Echo. No, it's which different. Firefly and Serenity cover very well? Yes. Yeah. No, it's there's just so many scientific inaccuracies, but maybe it's so scientific that even the inaccuracies are above us. We don't really notice them. No. No? Yeah, yeah. to a certain extent. I didn't notice the, the sound in space one for years. No, I didn't until you pointed it out and robbed me of that piece of joy in my life. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> Bring me down to your level. That's okay. I hate Christmas soon. Up. Up to my level. Up to your level. Okay, right. Here's one. Um, I've totally forgotten it. That's it's terrible. What is totally the point of you now? I had a great question then. Give him the. Uh... Yes, that was it. Got it. Got it. If you could, um, you know, if someone says to you, comes up to you, I have never watched Star Trek. Right. I want to get into it, but I'm very skeptical about Star Trek. How would you ease them in? What would you know? What film? What episode? What anything would you? Depends. That's a bloody difficult question. Well, this is why I'm here. Okay, Hmm. so it depends on the person that's asking you. Are they someone who's generally into sci-fi as it is? Right, this guy, he says, I'm reasonably into a bit of sci-fi. I watched a bit here and there. I hear Star Trek's good, but I'm very (laughs) sceptical. You need to prove to me that Star Trek is good. Show me something. Well, this is like one of those um, questions you get at job interviews, isn't it? Yes, it is. Customer calls up about a complaint about his dog, and you are trying to assure him that this is an insurance company and has nothing to do with his dog. What do you do? And you think, I don't want to work for someone who, for whom that is a concern. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I'm trying to think, because 
you couldn't drop them in at the beginning of a series because majority of the beginning of Star Trek That's is it. shit. Encounter at Farpoint grabbed me, but I can see a lot of people having great issues with it. Yeah. You'd have to pick a key episode and you'd have to choose between like a, a, an action episode or a time travel episode or a holodeck kind of episode or see, a, or see, a, a feelings-based episode. Weren't you saying the other day that a lot of semi-Star Trek or not so much Star Trek fans would go for um, the, the, the the film with the whales. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a great in for... It's sci-fi without being too sci-fi. Because mm. it's set here, obviously. Yeah. But it has... Obviously, it introduces you and to the world. It's very light-hearted. It's very comedic. There's a great deal of interpersonal relationship between characters being developed. Mm. And if that you can get... Thing. See, I'd be almost hesitant to introduce them to that one because there's so much backstory because it's it follows two and three in the story. Yeah, I see what you mean. But then it does have a start which tells you exactly where you are with that. Yeah. And I remember seeing Star Trek Four. No, I didn't. I saw it after Star Trek Three. Um, I think Star Trek Two would be a good place to start because you're the best of the films. It's completely separate to everything that's come before. All you need to know is who Kirk and Spock is. It's really. all self-contained. It's really. all self-contained. Well, it's not self-contained, but, you know, it follows... It's self-contained you, at the start. Yeah, you get so a plot ending at the, at the end of the You get the a plot film, ending, really. it does carry on into three yeah. and four, but, you know, you do, you do... It's the best one. So, well, I think it is anyway. You think First you see, Contact is... I, I think they did better with Star Trek 2, 3 and 4 than Lucas did with the Star Wars films in that you can just watch any one of them. Yeah. Less and so... They, with, and they make sense. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps, less arg- arguably line. less with three, but it it is even more three of a, is self. I watched yeah. three before too. It, so. it, it's more self-contained than Empire Strikes Back is. Yeah, there's yeah. less of a through line. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because each one of them, although dealing with Star Trek three, is dealing with the consequences of Star Trek two. Star Trek three, four is dealing with the, Star, the consequences of Star Trek three, but it each one has its own separate adventure. If you see, yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, of course, yeah. So that's. You know, and I always remember when and Star Trek Three and it comes up with the the adventures continue, and you think, "Ooh, what are they going to do next?" And then, it's the Star Trek equivalent of James Bond will be back in Goldfinger. Yeah, do they still do that at the end? Yeah, yeah. Well, it says James Bond will be back. I think. What's the next? Just out, totally out of it. What's the next Bond then? Don't know. Do we not know? Bond Twenty Two. That's all it is at the moment. Right. Still Daniel Craig. Yeah. I'm sure it is. He's been having <coughs> rave reviews. And you still need to see it. <coughs> oh, right. you, yes, do you do need to see it. Yes, it's good you do, film. mate. Good you film. Really do. We'll go. It's been difficult, you know, but we'll yeah. get to it. That's really we- off topic, that one. Yeah. Just a bit. <laughs> Bond films. Bond films. Hmm. Still about Harry Potter next. Yeah. Let's not. No. Any more? Any more? Mm. Come on, question master. One more question to see us through. How do do those food replicators work, exactly? Now, I remember vaguely something about this from the good old Star Trek Fact Files. Mm. As it had a page on replicators, and I believe they actually do have some sort of disposable substance contained within them Mm. that it converts in... That is the matter that it converts into... Into whatever it's trying to simulate. Whatever it is. Uh, and it, although it lasts for a very long time because you reconstitute a great deal of the stuff, if you have a meal, you put the plate back in, mm. sort of thing. 
uh, it does run out. It always um, <clears throat> struck me as the uh, 24th century equivalent of microwave dinners. Because yeah. they were always moaning about how it didn't quite taste as good as real food. Exactly. But yeah, I there is that element, isn't there? Yeah. It actually works like the transporter. Well, that's what I thought. Is, is, is there a kitchen hidden on the Enterprise no, and someone's no, cooking no. all the meals and then they have to put them onto the transporter pad? <laughs> no, good. Here we go. It's When the transporter transports you, it gets your molecular pattern or whatever, yes. changes you into energy and then back yes. again in the right place, yeah. according to this thing. The theory is if you have this stuff and you know what a cup of coffee is supposed to be like, you've got the pattern on file for it, you can then just turn the stuff into a cup of coffee. Right, gotcha. And then there's it the... Sounds there simple, was, doesn't it? There was it? the bigger replicators as well. There was the one where... Oh, what's the season four episode called where Brian gets married? Um, oh, the one that's like a Brian. shop. O'Brien. O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. There's like there's there's an episode where Data goes through and starts like he's writing a letter to a commander in Starfleet who's briefing him on his day. Data's day, is it that yeah, one? Season Data's four, day, yeah, season Data's day, yeah. Um and they go into it and there's a shop with bigger replicators that can replicate things like crystal ducks. Yeah, the ones in the in the uh quarters are generally just food ones, aren't they? Food and Although drink, you wonder yeah. why can't they do everything? Well, is it the hole's a, not big enough, is, is it? Is that yeah. it? Is it just a matter of how big the hole is? Surely the the ones inside could do smaller electronics. You could get an iPod on you. Maybe. Replicator, surely. Uh, but can it replicate complex electronic equipment? Or does that still have to be built? Otherwise, why do we have engineers? Because they have to stick the bits together and keep it working. I suppose. We're just talking about replicators. So, so you got a really big replicator, so you could replicate yourself a dilithium... Theory, uh, could drive. you get a big enough replicator and just knock out starships? Yeah. <laughs> just replicate one, just have it materialise a fully working starship with In the theory. engine already running. If you've got the pattern, it's a complex algorithm, but, you know, you could do it. They should be working on that. Mm. He says as if there are people in a lab who should <laughs> damn well be working on they it. They should be working on this. Why can't we have new enterprises on queue? Somewhere in NASA. Indeed. Or at the British Aeronautical Society. Is that still around? It's sponsored by Tate and Lyle Sugar or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, seriously, it is because they use sugar as the fuel. Ah. There you go. Ah, I don't know how I know that. Something from the news, perhaps. Sweet. What's the other scientist magazines that? Yeah, safe to say that our, our, our own nation's space efforts consists of men in garages. Mm. Okay, if you could have any job on the ship, what would it be? Captain. Captain. Would it blatantly, if it couldn't be Captain Riker? <laughs> I want to be Riker. Riker, um, tactical officer. You get to shoot shit. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm sticking with Riker. <laughs> no, I'm not saying first officer. Riker. Riker. <laughs> he always struck me as the one who had the most fun out of anyone on any of the shows. Yeah, he got laid that many right. times. Riker was the one just generally having a blast, whatever mm. was happening. No, he did get fucked over a few times, though. But He did, but he, he lived through it all. Yeah. Got his own ship when he felt like it, you know. Riker had the best time. He wasn't ever assimilated or anything like that. You know, you haven't got the pressures of being a captain. No. But you're living in someone else's shadow, you know? Yeah, but fuck it, because he got on well. Yeah, fair enough. You know, it was good. It was good. What about so, you, Mr. Bevan? Me? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, well, obviously, captain would be the best position on the ship. Um, no, you get assimilated. Ferengi mess with your heads. Don't be captain. Pipe. 
I'd be I'd, I'd pilot the thing. You know what I mean? I'd, like if you like the Defiant or something like that, I'd love to fly that. Mm, you know, Defiant. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Mm, not big guns. I won't be captain. I won't be captain. Too much shit. The episode where he's kidnapped, he's taken prisoner and tortured by the Cardassians. There are, there are five lights. I'm not saying I want to be Picard. Oh, uh, that is a very good episode. Yeah, but actually. that happens to captains. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's all part of that. That's what I'm saying. Being a legend thing, isn't it? Watching Nemesis again the other night, I was Go reminded of the the moment when Shinzon comes on the screen and says, Captain, would you join me in your ready room for a minute? Mm. And how he should have just stormed back out going, ha ha, very <laughs> funny. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't in there. I wasn't in there. I got you, Picard. Oh, yeah. It was as if I could join you in your ready room. Mm. Oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I just wanted to tell that joke, really. Good one. Any other questions? I think I'm done, really. You think you're done? That's yeah. good for me. That's a good nice one. Yeah, that's good. I think. All right. So we'll wrap up. Uh, listen to movies you should see. Yes. With, uh, with Craig Bevan. With I'll Craig be there. Bevan. We'll, well, all three of us will be there. All three of us will be there. Uh, the Christmas show will be kicking about. Yeah. And all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, check it out. Get onto uh, the forums. Indeed. Yeah, this week's we, episode of Movies You Should See was The Great Escape, wasn't it? It was. Yes. Yes. So that's our, that's the non-thinker that we promised you last week. Yes. yes. As well. Um, you can vote for us on Podcast Eye if you want to. If you'd like to. Yeah, if you fancy. Very kind of you. If you've got a couple of seconds to Also, do it. around this holiday season, I'll take the moment to point out that there is a donate money button on our webpage, which is simply syndicator.com slash make it so. We really need help with donations and stuff like that because it costs a lot of money to do this. Also, if you're interested in films and independent films, there are a whole range of uh, short films on our website for you to watch at your leisure. Oh, Um, Weekend Watches. Alison and myself as well. It's also DVDs to buy of two feature films that we've made and uh, lots of other great stuff on our website www.simplysyndicated.com Smashing. I think that's everything. Okay, then. Indeed. Thank you for joining us again, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. When it comes to movie reviews, what you want is intelligent, grown-up conversation. If we hear any, we'll let you know. If Star Trek had been a bit more raunchy, I'm sure it would have got a body double with a big cock to stand in at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Movies you should see from Simply Syndicated. Find us at www.simplysyndicated.com slash movies you should see.